0: In a world where we base our self-worth on social media likes, the opinions of others, and how we measure up to those around us, it can be difficult to embrace what we love about ourselves. Self-worth isn't what you have, it's not what you do. It's what's inside of you and how you feel about the world you've built. Join me, Lynn Howard, as we climb the mountain together to reach the peak of our happiness and peace of mind. This is Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. Hey, y'all. Welcome or welcome back to Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are, and I am indeed, Lynn Howard. It has been three weeks, and it has been a grueling five weeks, actually. Um, I am so sorry I didn't give an announcement last week as to why I wasn't here. Um, I preached to you guys quite often about taking time for yourselves and putting yourselves forward and your, your, your mental health and your self-worth, and I had to do that. Um, it has been a very, very trying period. Um, some I don't want to say minor things, but minor things like our wash machine broke down, and my elderly dog was getting sick and and was you know defecating on my floor and, and vomiting. And not that you guys need to know the details of that. And then we lost a friend; um, he passed away. So we were dealing with that. And then Wednesday, I think it was, we lost our twelve. 12- 12 to 14. We're not really sure how old she is. Uh, We lost our oldest fur baby. I'd had her for 11 years. She was my protector, my friend, and then queen of the house. Started out as a street dog, went to pound puppy. And after I signed the the adoption papers, a lady came running out all excited. She was scheduled to be put down an hour later, like an hour after I was there. So had I not adopted her, she would not have existed. (laughs) And let me tell you, Stella was... My girl, she was a good girl, so I had to take some time um, to grieve and to deal with the stress of the things that were going on in my life because it was it was a lot like at one time, and again, i'm not I'm not telling you everything because some of them may not seem like a big deal. like my car broke down once again. so I'm once more stuck at the house. <laughs> no gym, no grocery store, no nothing. I'm stuck here uh, asking for rides. And we I, if you've been here long enough, you know that I don't drive very often, but my grocery store and gym are next door to each other and the new library. And they're one minute and 32 seconds away. It's like a straight shot. And my pharmacy, Dollar General, and another grocery store are 45 seconds away. So those areas I'm able to go, but I wasn't even able to go there. So it's just been a whole lot. And I actually took a day it was Tuesday, the day um before we lost Stella. we had scheduled to go to the vet and, you know, um have her put to sleep because she was suffering badly, and I didn't want to be selfish and make her struggle. But Tuesday, I locked myself in the bath, ba- uh, in the bathroom, excuse me, and had myself a good cry. I came across a poem, and I believe the writer's name is Passion Williams. If it is not, I apologize. It was one of those things where, you know, you sit and you're you're trying to find whatever it is that you do to find your peace. And I tend to go towards writing, you know, reading (laughs) other people's writings. So poems and passages and things like that. It is a little long, so I apologize for that. But please listen to the words because I, I feel like there is no such thing is a bad cry. When you need it, when you need to release that steam valve, you need to release the steam valve because what happens when something boils over, right? So it's called, I cried yesterday. I came home, went straight to my room, sat on the edge of my bed, kicked off my shoes, unhooked my bra, and I had myself a good cry. I'm telling you, I cried until my nose was running all over the silk blouse I got on sale. I cried until my ears were hot. I cried until my head was hurting so bad that I could hardly see the pile of soiled tissues lying on the floor at my feet. I want you to understand I had myself a really good cry yesterday. Yesterday I cried for all the days that I was too busy or too tired or too mad to cry. I cried for all the days and all the ways and all the times I had dishonored, disrespected and disconnected myself from myself only to have it reflected back to me in the ways others did to me the same things I had already done to myself. I cried for all the things I had given, only to have them stolen, for all the things I had asked for that I had yet to show up, for all the things I had accomplished, only to give them away to people and circumstances which left me feeling empty and battered and plain old used. I cried because there really does come a time when the only thing left for you to do is cry. Yesterday, I cried. I cried because little boys get left by their daddies, and little girls get forgotten by their mommies, and daddies don't know what to do, so they leave, and mommies get left, so they get mad. I cried because I had a little boy, and because I was a little girl, and because I was a mommy who didn't know what to do, and because I wanted my daddy to be there for me so badly until I ate. Yesterday, I cried. I cried because I hurt. I cried because I was hurt. I cry because hurt has no place to go except deeper into the pain that caused it in the first place, and when it gets there, the hurt wakes you up. I cried because it was too late. I cried because it was time. I cried because my soul knew that I didn't know, that my soul knew everything I needed to know. I cried a soulful cry yesterday, and it felt so good. It felt so very, very bad. In the midst of my crying, I felt my freedom coming, because yesterday... I cried with an agenda. I literally felt that when I read it again. So I don't even know if there is an actual topic to today's podcast other than if you are in the midst of stress, if you are in the midst of grief, if you are in the midst of anger or sorrow, feel it, but don't let it drown you. If you're bubbling up, that steam is bubbling up, go sit in your room, in your bathroom, in your closet, wherever I have to go, your car. Have yourself a good cry. I generally don't like to cry because it makes me very tired. It gives me a headache. You know, makes my eyes burn. But I had to release it because it was five weeks of trying to be strong and trying to keep smiling and trying to find the positive because that's what I do. I try to find the positive spin on everything. And generally... Once that storm has passed and and the sun comes out, you can see the positive. But I felt like for that five weeks, I had nothing but just fog and cloud cover. So I allowed myself to feel it. Now, I'm not saying it was a pretty scene over here. My house was not clean. (laughs) My laundry had backed up because my washing machine had broke. I did lose a friend and I did lose my fur baby of, you know, 11 years And I am still grieving these things. This is not, you know, me coming back and like, okay, I'm better. I'm still hurting and I'm still grieving. But it was time for the sun to come out. It was time for me to step back and look at the positive. I did lose my friend, but I did have him for over 20 years. I should feel blessed about that. You know, he did live to be 50 years old and not everyone gets that same blessing of living to be 50 years old or to touch as many lives as he did. I lost my fur baby, but she was an old dog. I had her for 11 years. And let me tell you, I don't know what the first part of her life was like, but the 11 years she was with me, she was the queen of the house. You know, everybody that met her loved her. My my mom, you know, would go and buy specific treats for her because her teeth had gone bad. So she'd go to, you know, a separate store out of the way to get specific treats just for old Stella. You know, my washing machine broke. But then my little brother loaned me his that he was going to sell, so instead he let me borrow it while we're getting ourselves you know situated, and we might just buy this one from him. I don't know yet. So once the clouds had passed, I was able to see the positives. but not every time that you are in the trenches are you going to be able to see past you know what is happening at the moment if you are drowning in grief. If you can't seem to find your way out, I highly suggest finding a licensed and reputable therapist, and one of the best ways you can do that nowadays is online. at betterhelp.com is one of the best resources I have found to date. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with the therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash AreYouWorthIt. That's BetterHelp.com forward slash AreYouWorthIt. A therapist can definitely help you through your grief. They can help you find your way Um, Out of the trenches, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, I knew what was going on with me. So my therapist, I, I see therapists, too. And I see coaches, too. Just because we're coaches or if you're a therapist doesn't mean we don't still need help as well. You know, we are still human. So I did have to reach out to my network and to my to my support system. You know, I actually had a cousin who was like, I have been, she's, my family's from Indiana. I've been praying for you because she had Facetime me and I showed her my house. She's like, that's not you. I was so worried about you. I'm not a clean freak per se, but I don't like clutter. Um, it makes me nervous and I'm weird about germs. So everything has to be like disinfected a lot, but I'm not, trust me, it's not, not like a museum house or anything. It's lived in. But I had to dig my way back out of it so that I could move those clouds aside and see the sun. So my advice today is to feel your feelings. If you're grieving, it's okay. And guess what? Grief doesn't have a specific look. Everybody grieves a different way. Everybody grieves a different way. Some people might shut down. Like I I prefer to kind of sit on it for a minute and work it through my head before I talk to someone else about it. My husband works through it internally. And then he'll tell me after he's gone through it in his head, you know, where he is now. Um, my best friend, she wants to be, you know, she, she deals with it on her own. She doesn't mind if you're in her space. She's a, a, you know, time spent love language person. So you can be in her space, but she doesn't want to sit and rehash her grief. She'll talk about her stressors, but she doesn't want to rehash her grief. Um, I tend to stay busy as well. Like when I'm, you know, really, really hurting, I tend to stay busy because if I wallow in it, I will drown in it. And that's not who I want to be. I prefer the happy go lucky Lynn. You know, I, I prefer the smiling Lynn. I actually got up and put makeup on today. Even though you guys can't see me, I have makeup on. I'm trying to get back to who I am. Um, uh, my house is cleaned up again. I mean, top to bottom basement, all of it. I, Spent several days getting myself back to a healthier place so that I could brush those clouds away so I could get the cobwebs out of my mind and I could start my week fresh and celebrate the blessings of, you know, these things that had gone wrong. Okay, my car is still broken down. Um, I do have friends and family that will give me rides. I, I always have because of my disorder. My husband can pick things up for me. I lost my friend, but I have some beautiful, beautiful memories. I have so many pictures of him. You know, I, 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 I'm gonna miss him. I really am, and I know I'll see him again. You know, my my dog is still gone, but I have beautiful memories of her. I have beautiful pictures. I gave her the best life I possibly could. You know, my washing machine's still broken, um, but I have a replacement. So while you are in the thick of it, do your best. I'm not telling you it's gonna be easy, but try to see maybe from an outsider's perspective, to see if you can find those little bitty hidden blessings. Hang on to those, but let yourself feel it. Let yourself cry. Because if you ignore those feelings, it will just continue to bubble up and build up, and then it will eventually spill over, and it's harder to get back when you're drowning than if you're waiting in the water. So that is what I have for you guys this week. I'm so sorry that it was such a long gap. But just like I preached to you guys about taking time for yourselves, I had to take time for myself to, you know, work on my heart and to heal a little bit. So I promise I'll see you next week. And hopefully next week I'll be even bubblier because I am still, you know, I'm still in the trenches, um, but I am climbing my way out and the sun is out and I'm seeing things at a better light. So I love y'all and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. If you have any questions or you have a topic suggestion or request, feel free to email me at areyouworthit@yahoo.com. at yahoo.com. You can show your support for this podcast by leaving a review on whichever outlet you listen from. See you guys next week.